I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. And now we bring you part two. Okay, so next point, and this is our favorite, maybe because we're in catering, maybe because we're both of European descent, it doesn't matter. It's food, appetite, food, food and and wine or beverages, coffee, whatever, consumption for the body to feel good. Food. Oh my God. Everybody needs to eat. Yes. Well, and everybody needs to eat. And regardless Mm -hmm. of regardless of how big or how little this event is, even if it's a, even if it's like a ceremony to start, or maybe all you're doing is a ceremony. It's always nice to do like a little, even if you do like a champagne toast, or if you do a little kind of appy something or whatever afterwards, or you're doing your, the, the full event. Yeah. Or even dessert. Or even if you only want to do like a cake cutting and then everybody pisses off and does whatever they want to do later on the evening or we're going to do like the big or we're going to do like the big event and you've got dinner and you've got that a cocktail hour you've got that whole thing everybody needs to eat and it's I don't know if it's like you you joked about because we're European too but people show their love with food and if you know they they show that they care by choosing different types of food too so if they're if you're wanting like like there's a reason why they call it comfort food it's because you feel at home. It makes you feel loved. Um, it makes you a little bit fat, but that's fine because we love chubby. <laughs> you know what? All I'm saying is that I have. I was in catering. We were in catering, so we, we have seen the possibility of food bringing oh, people together. I have been amazing. to some parties where the food was an afterthought, and I have never been more annoyed at a party. Yeah, ever. because yes. you're going. You're giving up your time to spend with these people, your free time. You could be doing anything else, but you have dedicated this time of your day to be with these people, however that may be. And it should be fun. And sure, a keg is awesome, but two beers in, where where's the salt to pair it? Yes. You know, yes. I watch a lot of cooking shows on Food Network. There's not enough acidity to pair with the fat. Where are the chips to go with the fucking beer? <laughs> where are the oh accoutrements? A chip bowl with avocado dip, Done. Maybe a little prots. Maybe you know a little chicken. Well, maybe a taco bar. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just- I went to this party and I was so hungry, and all there was was t- tortillas, four blocks of cheese that weren't even cut. weren't <gasps> You had to cut it yourself. Stop. And they weren't even like nice cheeses. They were just like cheddar blocks that you'd get from wherever. And oh, then, no. um, and then salami, but not even nicely pulled out and folded to be picked up. Just Pulled up from. I was so livid. <laughs> oh my gosh! I would have left in a huff. It was one of those places where I just couldn't. And I we worked that day, so I we had worked an event all day, and then I went to this event, 
Oh. And I just needed to like sit and have a drink. And then I met a few other people. I'm like, what the fuck? is this who is in charge and then you can't really order pizza because a you have to share it with the other 30 people that are there and it's also rude (sighs) but it's also rude not to feed me what the fuck no kidding actually you know what that's such a that's a very important thing to to actually quickly touch on is if you are having an event a wedding for example Mm -hmm. um and a lot of people because so of course we're in covid blah 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 and we're encouraging our guests to uh, to host their weddings, like be a little more flexible on their dates. So you have a wedding maybe on a Friday instead of a Saturday because you couldn't get your actual date. That mm-hmm. means somebody had to take the day off. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had to get a sitter. Maybe they had to go buy a suit. Maybe they had to get, um, you know, they maybe had they had to travel to get to your space. Mm-hmm. And they show up on the day and there's... It took them forever to try and find parking, mm-hmm. and then it cost them thirty-five dollars to find to park their car, and then and maybe you have different des- different locations, so they had to spend thirty-five dollars to park at your ceremony, mm-hmm. and then they had to find your location, your your reception. Then they you show up, and there's no beverages available, not even a glass of water. There's no food available, not even like chips and dip. Like it could be super basic if you're working on a really tight budget. Do you know how much, like, I would just be like, I'm fucking out of here. This is ridiculous. I'm so frustrated. And I haven't even started the event itself. That's why we say like these, as we're going through all of these things, these Mm -hmm. actually really help to make the, the guest experience just so much better, so much better really Mm -hmm. what it is. Right. So you always say food is the easiest thing to, food was the easiest thing to sell of all of my sales career. Yes. Food is literally just the easiest thing to sell. If you don't have any of the other five A's, if you have a really amazing food spread and booze, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can get away with it. So if you're going to push your money to something, push it there. Put it in food. Put it in food. (laughs) Because you can think of a time in your life where you had a bad day. You had transportation getting somewhere. It's hot out. You ran out of gas. Something happened with your credit card and you – come home and you eat a pizza and you're with good friends, your mood changes instantly. Uh, yes. Instantly. Yes. Or let's hit that McDonald's drive through We are getting 18 cheeseburgers and I'm going to feel better. So much better. <laughs> I remember, this is so off topic, but two seconds. Um, <laughs> when I discovered that I, I, I went snowshoeing with my sister I fell and I sprained my ankle, quote unquote mm-hmm. sprain. I found out, wait, I found out a few weeks later, it was actually like a hairline fracture on my ankle. And mm-hmm. the d- I spent over nine hours in the hospital because I wasn't dying. Mm-hmm. I was very, they had to do x-ray and I was waiting in, in, in the hospital, just waiting for everyone else to do their thing before somebody came to me to tell me mm-hmm. it was a hairline fracture and they could do nothing for me. <laughs> I was so hungry and angry. Angry. <laughs> and then my sister, I was like, would you mind coming to pick me up? Because I, um, I, she bust there because I drove to the hospital. Mm-hmm. She picks me up and I was like, I'm just so hungry. I just want to eat. So we're like, <laughs> she's like, I really want pizza. And there's this place in Vancouver and it's like, they do like Brooklyn style. <laughs> in case you're wondering who it was, Brooklyn style pizza. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm just, is it going to take long? I just, I'm just so hungry and I'm yes. so frustrated and angry and mad. I waited over an hour for a pepperoni pizza and he this. fed everybody else and they kept replacing a full pepperoni pizza in the in the case oh. I was like just give me that can I just have that one and I was like I am so mad and I'm like yelling at them they're like you really so it's coming it's coming I was like I don't even care anymore I literally do not even give a shit about this pizza I don't, it's probably gonna taste like shit I get into the car I drive to back to Shani's place I had my my uh hazards on mm-hmm. um said goodbye to her 
go back to my car, turn it on, ka-clunk. My battery uh, died. Uh, <laughs> I I was like, story. Do you remember the story? I so did, my battery yes. died. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm tired. Apparently, I've got a janky ankle now. I don't even know what's going on. And then I had to yes. wait another hour and a half for BCAA to come and jump my car. And do you know how that pizza was? It was awful because it was cold because I was so mad. Yes. yes. Yeah. Ugh, it that's... all would have been solved if you had just given me my pepperoni pizza on time like I asked, but no. Yes. yes. Or you had a fast food that you know. You never try something new when you're hungry. <laughs> not in situations like that. Yeah. But it's that's really not worth it. I, I totally agree. But everybody has right. this feeling. They've had this feeling. Yes. Like if yes. you have the good food. So let's talk about the how we all use the five senses when we eat. So right. weddings are fun because you get to try new things. You wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily have eight different types of salad for dinner available and you could try a piece, but weddings do because why not? Yes. A little macaroni, a little Caesar, also salads in the catering biz fill your plate up so you can't take all the meat. So exactly. if you've ever been to a wedding, there's a reason why the bread and the salads are first because it's to fill your plate up before you get to the it's roast similar. and say, well, I can only fit two. Oh, sorry. Right? Oh. <laughs> See, they don't know Kelly at a buffet. I just layer that shit. Like <laughs> We're professionals. Just have layers. So I know. Literally professionals. <laughs> and then just lay the slab of meat on top of the salad. On it's top fine. of it. Yes. Or I skip the ones. But it, the yeah. weddings, I remember we had that podcast with Jen and she said that weddings are an opportunity to try everything. Maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily eat a you know a vegan kale caesar salad but the chefs that put it together are typically very good and they have all the expenses to get that expensive cashew cream sauce for it and usually you're like wow it's actually super good right it's so pretty decent it's yep. you want a bountiful plate you want a colorful plate or if you're doing small bites you want it to be an experience people love a taco bar they love a faux station s'more station yep. it's all about the fun and the experience so it is. Using all the senses to not only eat the food and consume it for energy and to put on a little fat, but also to <laughs> <laughs> try maybe, you know, a curried chicken alongside a, you know, a primo marinara, some kind of pasta. You wouldn't pair those yes. together normally, but you do at a wedding because you just don't care. You're like, yeah, let's load it on. Let's try it all on. <laughs> if there's a cheese tortellini pasta available... We, oh, I yeah, have to control it. myself. I'll take one scoop because I have to last till 1 a.m. And I know that's, that's all I can eat because I can't move <laughs> if I have more. <laughs> There's one venue that we work at and you love oh. their tortellini so much that My I'm mouth surprised is you just watering. I'm, I, I, like, I can think about it and know what it is. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised you don't just walk up to that buffet and just take that 200 pan out of Dude, <laughs> I, I'm going to start bringing Tupperware like, now. I'm taking yeah. this with me. Yeah, yeah, people felt bad for me when I was pregnant, so they would let me take it. You're not supposed to take food from the buffet for later, but they did. <laughs> they let you. They let you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and so the other senses too. I mean, of course, we've talked about taste, but consider also the texture of the food. Mm-hmm. The, the you talked about the color. So looking at so the the seeing the food, smelling the food, all of that sort of stuff. Like that all, in, it all comes together so that mm-hmm. you can part of that whole how you're feeling. How do yeah. you feel? I'm feeling loved because I'm being fed right mm-hmm. now this delicious, amazing food. Also match it to you as a couple, right? Um, we had a couple who own a catering company that were very, very specific about the five-plated course that they got at Sutton Place. So we had right. a full-on taster. He was a chef. He or he is a chef. So he said, mm-hmm. you know, our friends Follick and Forage, Lana and Manny. So Manny is a chef. So he would make comments. I want this type of onion on to be higher. I want it to have look a certain way. That was their experience and the guests that we've talked to had an amazing dining experience because that's what they wanted to give their guests they wanted to give them a five course three types of cake dining experience that they'll never forget 
And it was and neither will we. Yes. It was so good. It mm-hmm. was so good. Yeah. So match yeah, it to absolutely. you. Are you more of, do you want to walk around? We'll have a bunch of appetizers. People love meat on a stick. It's not something we don't, we, it's, it's a proven fact. <laughs> it is a proven, literally, yes. it's the easiest thing. It's the cheapest thing and mm-hmm. everyone legit loves it. Yeah. But then it's like the that opposite. in the car- that in the carving station. Is yes. there going to be oh. a chef at the end? Yes. We'll make sure he's got a hat on. Yes. <laughs> but then the other part love of the it too is that uh, – so a great example is my friend Trish. She's just got engaged. And the two of them are vegan. They both – but they mm-hmm. love, love, love food. So she was starting to ask me a little bit about weddings and stuff. And I said, here is what I think is going to be your biggest challenge. You two mm-hmm. love food so much and you love vegan food. But a, a hotel in downtown Vancouver I'm sure would do great but they wouldn't be as innovative as, say, an actual vegan caterer that you actually yes. have t- tested and eaten. So if you mm-hmm. want to give your guests a great vegan experience, then you need to source out the food that you want and then share it with your guests. Because I've had uh, – I love chickpea cater an event of 200 people. Not one person complained. When there's eight types of hummus and every kind of vegetable you can possibly imagine, it's delicious. I don't think it would have been the same if it was just a regular caterer with a bunch of pastas and breads and greens. Right. Mm So you got to think of that way. If the food is that important to you, how are you going to translate it to your guests? For sure. And I think that's a, that's just a really good question for your caterer. Like find a caterer that matches for you mm-hmm. um, and ask them those questions and, you know, build a menu that's going to make the most sense for you. And that has mm-hmm. all the things that you, if you've got specific requests or maybe you have dietary restrictions, which is something you do have to consider for your guests as well. So mm-hmm. part of the guest experience is if you have some people that are like, Hey, I've got, um, I've got a dairy sensitivity or I can't have garlic or I can't have this or I can't have that. Then be like, no problem. We'll make sure that you have something mm-hmm. special made for you because there's nothing worse than being like, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, when the beginning of the vegetarians yes. or the beginning of the yeah. vegans are like, what do I feed you? Here's a tomato with salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Well, like mm-hmm. that's because you, you just, you didn't know. And now there are so many options that you can create so many that, options. that, that yeah. people that have maybe say they are vegan in a room full of meat eaters that mm-hmm. feel like I'm still loved and taken care of because mm-hmm. you took the time to create this beautiful salad for me that, mm-hmm. that, matches all of my dietary requests Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a big friggin' deal. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing too, because then you're like, I know I feel bad about asking you because maybe I'm on a keto diet because I'm on this personal weight loss journey Mm -hmm. and you're trying to like feed me all of this really delicious tortelloni and I can't have any of it, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you want to be kind of, you want to be a little bit considerate of that as well. Now, if you decide to actually provide that, I mean, of course that's up to you as a couple. Mm -hmm. um, But I think if anything, that's going to just really, again, enhance everybody's guest experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just something to to Mm -hmm. consider as well. So. I'll give our little insider tip here is that say you didn't want to put a vegan entree on your buffet because you have to pay for it for 120 people that are all going to go for that baron. What we suggest is have a plated one vegan option for that vegan guest and they specifically get it delivered to them and then they can go through the buffet and add what they want because it's nothing worse than having it on the buffet and then someone standing there being like, no, 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 no. No, don't touch. No, yes. no. No, this is not for you. This uh, beautiful mushroom accoutrement that we have made is not for you. It is for that one person. So now you're singling them out mm-hmm. and it's awkward. And then someone could steal it, right? Because it looks good, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So if you, if you don't want to pay for it, pay for the one dish and have it delivered to them mm-hmm. <laughs> and say, now go through uh, the buffet. And it's it's that simple. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the other th- and the other two things that we'll kind of talk about really quickly about appetite is your bar. So we talk about food clearly a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But what about your beverages? <laughs> 
Appetite could have been one podcast. One podcast. And we could still go on and on and on. So we're going to try and wrap this one up a little bit. But think about your beverages too. So of course, you know, your bar, for example, do you want to do a, an open bar, a cash bar? And we kind of talked about this in a previous podcast as well. But think about how you want to be serving your beverages to your guests and also having different options for your guests as well. When we were in catering, catering, we always used to say, make sure you have something that is non-alcoholic because you could have kids there. You could have elderly people. You could have people on medication that can't drink. Maybe you have some recovered people in your, um, in your group as well. So you want to be able to offer a few different things. And, and through the grace of Pinterest, you can find <laughs> so many friggin' photos and options and ways that you can present so these beverages. So many. There's so many ways you can present your beverages in a way that is super cool mm-hmm. and fits in with your overall look, but your providing replenishment for people because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than being because I did a wedding once at a venue out in the sticks Chilliwack and <laughs> let me tell you there was we had to bring everything in mm-hmm. but we had to bring in water as well and so we had water bottles but the water bottles were from the ceremony it wasn't water from the from the venue itself, so we had to we had to literally bring everything in. And so I uh, and the caterer uh, was arranged through the couple, and they they weren't they didn't they screwed up they they screwed up for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is the most diplomatic way I can explain how they... I know the wedding short staffed. Let's let's say it, it was very, really very bad. Short yeah. Staffed. yeah, it was short staffed and, and and all the things. Anyways, they didn't have they weren't able to help me because as a wedding planner, I was serving beverages I was clearing plates I was doing all this sort of stuff and I'm running around trying to like throw water bottles to people at table 11 and table two and oh my god the wedding party hasn't even had water yet so it was like it was a whole thing so please 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 make sure that if you don't have anything else bloody have water have potable water double check with your venue because if they're like oh yeah we have water well can I drink it (laughs) well water Uh, can I drink it am I gonna get the shits later tonight please I don't want to (laughs) Uh, yeah oh my gosh but you can ask your caterer so so again do your due diligence get some you know get your referrals and choose a caterer that can help you bring all of this stuff in because it's one less thing for you to worry about but even your staff can the staffing there can assist you with this too so Mm-hmm. Food is important. Please don't chimp, you know, skimp out on it. Don't be mm-hmm. cheap about it. It's it's seriously the one thing that people will talk about of your wedding for, for years ever, to come. Years to come. Ever. Yes. Oh, that chicken mm-hmm. was dry. Mm-hmm. I know it was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You know what? My friend got married. New slash, we I didn't like- even eat it. <laughs> Uh, right. Yeah. My friend, when we, we, she got married when we were like, like four days before we turned 20, we were babies. Mm -hmm. And I still remember how much fun I had at that wedding. Like we just, we, she wanted to dance and Mm -hmm. the the DJ was just totally killing it with the music. It was, Mm -hmm. it was, it was fun. The food was, I don't remember the food. Mm -hmm. It was, Mm -hmm. it was decent, but I remember how I felt. I was that was a long time ago. I won't tell you how many years ago. That moves us into number five is activity. Fun things to do. Entertain me. Yes, right? So-, yeah, so I like, okay, so when I got married, I was too cheap to hire a DJ, but I had a band. Now, the mm-hmm. band everybody still talks about, and the DJ was my brother in law, and he just kind of played music off of his, his computer on a speaker. Now mm-hmm. that we've done many, many weddings, of course, the band is awesome, but you need a DJ to enhance the experience, whether it's background music, ceremony music, mm-hmm. ambiance, mm-hmm. Uh, announcements. It just people remember when the microphone is not working properly. Yes. Or so, when it's just dead air, when you're like, mm-hmm. I can hear, you can hear like the clinking of the, the knives and the forks on the plates and the glassware and people are just, like, it feels weird. When you go to a restaurant, why do you think restaurants feel so ambient? 
Mm because you go in Mm -hmm. and the lights are a little bit lower and there's music in the background and they've got smells happening. Like you can smell the food and it just feels like, wow, I feel kind of welcome coming into this restaurant. So Mm -hmm. this is a little bit the same way with this when you're, when you're thinking of ways to uh, make people feel welcome. No, it doesn't have to be anything bananas. Like you could, like some events will do, um, they'll have like garden uh, games, bocce mm-hmm. or croquet or whatever. And you can do something super simple like that. Or you can even do something as simple as having a lounge where people can just mm-hmm. sit and visit because weddings and funerals, that's when people see each other the most, yes. right? So yeah. you're going to, you want to, you want to incorporate um, a, a place where people can visit and relax and, and hang out, right? It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be you don't have to be entertaining them like consistently all the time. So they're like, now what do I do now? It's like a carnival. No, it's a friggin' wedding guys. Like calm your tits. Well, it's interesting you say that point is because I'm reflecting on my wedding and I really felt at parts of my wedding. I, when I was planning it, obviously there's no professional. So there you go. Um, Is that I really, really focused on the guest experience too much. And I focused way too much on like, will they be bored? And then when I recognized at the wedding and after once I became a wedding planner is that, People are pretty happy at a cocktail hour with beverages, with a little snack in a beautiful setting, all dressed mm-hmm. up with their loved mm-hmm. ones, with their friends. So um, I like the idea of possibly bringing on a magician or like a close magic magician that kind of yes. walking around as an interactive experience or maybe having a comedy set later if it fits you. But it mm-hmm. has to A, make sense in the timeline. Yes. It just can't be randomly thrown in there. And it has to consider the other things that people like doing at weddings. They love taking selfies. They love sitting in a lounge. They love exploring the property that they would maybe Mm -hmm. envision themselves getting married at or, you know, Mm -hmm. however that may look. So it's, you don't want to overdo it, but you do need to have a few things in place. One we say is a DJ because they take care of everything for you, right? And a good one. Yes. Um, But then you can have some additional activity pieces. Like you said, the lounge space, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have but then you went actually. to yeah you went to a, an event that didn't fit the bill right well yeah so I have two I've got one good story and one bad story so one the good story was my friend got married um, back east and I went to go visit and she got married on a farm and it was so much friggin fun I was watching baby goats there was a peacock all of a sudden I turned around and two horse heads just kind of be like hey what's up and I was like <laughs> where are the apples I need to feed the ponies <laughs> there was nothing there except the animals so we walked around the property and we got to hang they had an oversized chair that was like a self thing uh like an inadvertent selfie thing like it just worked out really really well so it was tons of fun but they didn't really have to do a heck of a lot to keep us entertained we just walked Mm -hmm. around i got to visit with my friends i hadn't seen in forever all Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff very very low-key i went to another event where it was a very um masculine themed event Mm -hmm. um and they ended up having uh acrobats there and it just they had this kind of, it was a, it was a, a three day event. And at the end of the third day, they were having this big hoo-ha party and, mm-hmm. and the, like the demographic was all men and they were there for a specific conference dedicated to them. And they had a bunch of chicks on a stage and they were like, I love the idea of acrobats. I think it's super cool, but it just so did not fit this theme. And the guys were like, oh, this is like really awkward. Like my wife's (laughs) in the corner, like because the spouses were there too. And they're like, uh, so what was supposed to have been like this congregation of all of these guests and attendees was just like everyone with their backs to the stage because they just felt awkward (laughs) watching these like 14 year old acrobats in like lycra bending themselves in half in a big old circle. It just felt really, really out of place. So, and they'd only, they'd only had them 
that year because they had done it the year before. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes if you are, if you're doing this as like a corporate event or, Mm -hmm. or, um, a a non-wedding event, get feedback from your clients, but Uh also read the room. Holy shit. Read the room. Like if it doesn't (laughs) fit, just don't do it. I love the idea of doing the, the, the magician, the way you suggested. Uh That's fun. That's fun. And they can kind of, they can kind of suss it out being like, yeah, Uh you'll respond to me. You mm, maybe not. I'm not going to go over to that corner. (laughs) But a full on David Blaine like happening would not make sense, but little small pockets of five people, you know, eating some meat on a stick. Like you want to see a magic? Wow, trick? it's perfect. It's perfect, <laughs> yes. right? So. And someone dressed nicely, appropriately. You know that makes yeah. sense. You know, not some cape walking. <laughs> oh quick change. my gosh! I- Ta da! <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, we've been to some events where they've had like wine fairies come down from the ceiling, which is just the friggin' coolest. And for those of you that don't know what it is, it's quite literally an acrobat strung up from the ceiling and they have a bottle of wine and they will come down and they will fill your wine and they will rise back up into the ceiling. And you're like, that is dang cool. That is Mm -hmm. fun. Um, Another one that we did was actually was for my cousin's wedding many, many moons ago. And he is a singer. Uh-huh. And he was in a he was in a choir, men's choir, and my my, my whole family are musicians. And he wanted to do a karaoke machine uh-huh. for his wedding, and we were like, "Uh, okay." It was a hit. Everyone yes. was going up. Some like, people, everyone, it makes sense. You know, One's got to break the sense. ice, and then the rest will follow. Yeah, Only yeah, the crowd for- suits it. <laughs> You it know. does. Well, it did, right? So it was all of his friends that were there and they all used to do karaoke together. Mm-hmm. And like, he's, he's really, really talented singer. So he went up there and uh, his bride went up there too. And she sang and like, we went up as the cousins, mm-hmm. like all the girls went up too. So it was, it was fun. My grandmother was loving it. She was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, it's my children. So it, but it made, it made sense for our family because we actually sing. If you're yes. like, if you don't sing at all and you think it's kind of fun to bring in a karaoke machine, pre- be prepared for that thing to sit there and get mm-hmm, dust because mm-hmm. people are sort of nervous about singing. Yes, yeah. And if they're not drunk enough, they will not sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and think about your family, right? So you're a great example is that your Portuguese family is huge, mm-hmm. right? You have so oh, yeah. many of you that all know each other. 50 of you are going to sing in front of each other because you've all grown up together. But if you have a wedding that is, you know, half of the people you work with and half of your friends and maybe some parents, I don't know. It's a little awkward. It's a little awkward. Gotta think what's gonna make sense. Would my Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. ten to twenty people jump in, and would my grandma enjoy my friends belting you know at the top of their lungs? You sweet child of mine. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, maybe if it was the Eagles, (laughs) who knows? Yes. Uh, I actually like the one thing that we had a couple, a couple, a few years ago, and they loved trivia. It was one of my favorite receptions and they had part of their menu. So they did a very, very elegantly. So it doesn't have to be something overt. You don't have to pay for some guy to walk around and entertain people. You Mm -hmm. could do something maybe at the table itself. They Mm -hmm. loved doing trivia. They loved going to trivia nights. And so what they had was their uh, stationery. Again, talking about what the original anticipation is, stationary mm-hmm. on the day, they had mm-hmm. a menu card. So this is what you're eating for dinner. <laughs> if you flipped it over, then they had, she had designed it where they had a little word search, then mm-hmm. they had trivia, and then they had like two, like answer three questions about the couple. And and it was, it was fun. It was like, oh yeah, I had no idea about this. And it didn't Super take cute. anything. Mm-hmm. She printed it all. I mean, there was a little bit of cost associated with it. And all you needed was pencils on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so simple. Now and she they're... still had the whole table done up. But it was yeah. great. But to that, though, the trivia wasn't about them. It's like, where was our first date? Or where did we first mm-hmm. kiss? Or say, I love you. It was general wedding trivia. Something yeah. that we learned even on the day. So yeah. it's not fair to do trivia about the couple. Because if your tables are set, uh, you know, there's 10 tables of eight. 
only 40% of them might know the answer, maybe even 30. So if it's like, you need to get these right to go up to the buffet, well, the people that know the couple real, real, real well, we're going to go first. It's very obvious. But maybe, you know, work associates might not know them as good. So you don't want to, you don't want to exclude them, which is all part of the experience, right? Exactly. Yes. Well, let's move on to the last one. I told you we couldn't do this in 45. I know. <laughs> we got to talk about okay. food. Uh, okay. So the last A of our series today is amenities. Mm-hmm. And the chachis. Yes. Oh, I oh, yeah. didn't realize that's how it was spelled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All of the little takeaways. So yeah, the yes. amenities yeah. are just little, I mean, in my head as, as a hotelier back in my days is that the amenities are the little shampoo bottles and the little towels and maybe yeah. the pool and the gym. So, but in this case, it's the takeaways. It's a physical it's, reminder of the event. Let's start exactly. with the easiest one is the guest favor, <laughs> which we right. have a podcast the, on. Yes. Right. Guest favor. Or if you do a photo booth where you have like the tangible photo that you can take away home, mm-hmm. like take home, those little things like that. People sure. I actually love a Polaroid camera. They love, love it. Us. But love, our tip is that you got to assign the Polaroid to a tween, someone between the ages of 10 to 14, because they're so cute. And they'll say like, you want to take a picture? And they'll say, okay. And then once they've broken that barrier, then everybody starts taking pictures of the Polaroid. You're a, you're a dick if you don't say yes. I'll take my photo to a five year old that's staring up at you with these yes. big old cow eyes. You're like, do you want to take a photo? And you're like, oh man, yes, Kate, yes. okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. That's gonna be Trent's job yeah. at your wedding. I've already uh, probably hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man, yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, so I mean, the amenities again. We kind of talk about this is like kind of like the tangible memory. So you could have like a prize. You could have a gift. It's a memento. You could do if it's a more of a corporate event, volunteer jackets i know obviously mm-hmm. we had a the most one of the most massive events in our recent history was the vancouver olympics in 2010 mm-hmm. and i drove past a car like two weeks ago and there was a little sticker on it that said a, official vehicle for the 2010 wow. olympics and i was like oh that is cool that was that 10 years cool. 11 years it'll be 11 years in 11 february years. that's bananas yeah yeah they just, it they was 11 years. 10 years i mean it, it was no, it is 11. It yeah, was 11 right. years ago in February, yeah. which is amazing. And mm-hmm. it was such a cool experience because I was actually in like baby event management school. So I was like, oh my God, I'm learning about events with the biggest event in Vancouver. Um, but it was something that like, that's something you can keep with you always. Now, listen, please, please, please listen to our favors podcast because we will give you some mm-hmm. major tips mm-hmm. on the kinds of favors mm-hmm. that are appropriate for your wedding if you decide to go ahead with them. Mm-hmm. Because and the our, amenities are really... Yeah, our final... Well, the, piece of advice is that it's got to be edible it's 80 percent of the time it's got to be edible let's say 87 because that's an a it's got to someone's got to be able to eat it (laughs) 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 yeah and hand sanitizers right now are popular and great but the amount of hand mini hand sanitizers that live in my kit it takes up half my kit (laughs) yes there's a lot of there's a lot of them Mm -hmm. absolutely so make it make it consumable make it something that can be enjoyed in that moment because otherwise we are basically scooping it up and giving it back to you and you're taking Mm -hmm. all that stuff home with you we created our six a's based on the textbook that kelly had learned in her early event planning days in my schools yes i did a quick little google and there are other variations of it obviously because you know not everything is Exact. Uh, so two other ones that we have also discovered is A is for amusement or entertainment. I'd say that's part of atmosphere because that's typically the DJ controlling the atmosphere and making it fun. Mm-hmm. And kind of activity. Yeah, it could be the crowd too. that you have, you know, um, 
one of it saying having small surprises throughout your day will give your guests something to remember and talk about the next day. So perhaps that's maybe the magician that's showing up randomly at cocktail hour or uh, a dance that you're like I've seen ones where the the daughter father dance it looks slow mm-hmm. and then it breaks out into something mm-hmm, fun mm-hmm. so that could be something of amusement or we had a couple that started slow and then jumped into a hip hop jam and mm-hmm. she backed or- her butt up into a little boy that wanted to join. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I was also thinking too, you could do, so the escort cards. So typically when you'd mm-hmm. walk into more of like a, a black tie affair, they would have a little escort card on the table. You pick it up, it lets you know what table you're going to go to. So it's like the bougier version of a seating chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, what some people do is they'll do like the wall. And if it's more, uh, depending on who you are as a couple, sometimes they'll do like the tequila shots. Mm-hmm. So it's like, find your name, take a shot or find your name, take a donut or find your name and um, take a drink of whatever. So maybe people will be walking around with like the coconuts with the little mm-hmm. straw and the little umbrella or something because it fits in, in the theme of the event itself. So those are always kind of fun little things too. Maybe at the ceremony, if it's outside, you have a cute little fan that also has the program on it as well. Or, you know, little things like that too, like kind of surprises along the way. You could always consider maybe something like that too. That's true. And then the last A, which I think actually could be a seventh A. <laughs> I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's um, appreciation or uh, the aftermath. Even when the cool. wedding is done and you've had this amazing time to get a thank you card in the mail saying thank you for your cash that goes towards our honeymoon or something. That means, you know, as paper poet with Tanya, Tanya, she was telling us that if you're sending them something of a stationary, uh, something in the envelope saying, thank you for attending my wedding. We really appreciate it. It means you're continuously thinking about them. That means the event has gone past the date. That means maybe a year from now, you'll find that thank you card still plastered to your fridge. That was a really fun wedding or sending them um, the gallery of photos. That's always really nice too. You don't have to send them their whole gallery, but maybe you can send them a few photos as well. The highlights. Yeah. Or your families are going to get those beautiful photos of their entire family Mm. at a wedding that Mm -hmm. will always be remembered. And so it's the aftermath. I actually, yeah, that's actually so nice to, when you think about when you do get the thank you card and it's a photo of the couple being, and sometimes actually we've had some couples where we've gone through, they'll give us their gallery and we'll go Mm -hmm. through and be like, oh, look, they included um, maybe a little sign that says thank you. And that because they'll print that out and that becomes the photo that they use for their thank you cards or something Mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, that's actually true because again, it's thanking you for your time. Cause like I said earlier, I mean, Mm -hmm. people end up sometimes I don't want to say sacrificing a lot to come to your day, but they Mm. do, um, they are prioritizing your day over Mm. somebody else. And it is important. So if you, receiving that thank you of acknowledging, like, thank you for coming to Mm -hmm. taking the time to drive from Langley to North Vancouver or Mm -hmm. from Langley to Squamish for my wedding. We found a destination weddings. We traveled to Toronto in the middle of winter and they got up and said, thank you for coming all the way out here. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you for acknowledging that we paid plane tickets and hotels and rented cars to be Mm -hmm. here for the special day. We're Mm -hmm. here for you, but we appreciate that you thanked us for it. We, I would suggest that you would include that in your overall thank you speech as well. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I remember when I went to to my uncle's wedding um, back east, and uh, and yeah, he was just like, I want to thank my family for coming coming from all the way from Vancouver mm-hmm. to our wedding, and we were in the middle of like the sticks, Ontario, and it was <laughs> yeah, thank you for you know we we probably traveled the farthest um, mm-hmm. when I went to my friend's wedding in the UK, like we were a table of six Canadians, mm-hmm. and we were representing Canada, <laughs> and she was like, thank you so much for coming to my day because you guys bought a friggin 
freaking plane ticket to come here. What an honor to have you here, you know? So acknowledging your, those, those guests that have showed and made the effort to come to celebrate you. Don't forget that because they could have gone somewhere else. They could have saved their money and put it towards maybe a down payment on a house. So Show yes. the love. <laughs> I could have gone to Mexico or Vegas for cheaper than I went to Toronto, but you know what? Oh. I went to Toronto in the winter and it was great and it was fun and it was unexpected, but it was really fun. So yeah. Yes. So there you go. Right. So exactly. well, that's our episode on the fa- six and a half A's. I would say six, six and a half bonus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to have to do a whole one on food because we just have too much things to I say just, about food. I know. So maybe I that's know. our next series. Maybe we talk all about the food. I'm just saying. Wow. We eat food. We like the food. The food is We like the food. We'll talk about it while we're eating the food. You'll hear us. We'll try to I'm surprised. We were snacking earlier, but yes. All right. Well, (laughs) until next time, guys, we'll have another episode for you. Until then, take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.